Do you know what this is? It's stimulating, mind-expanding, the in thing. It's the hula hoop of the jet generation. Podcast1.com presents celebs, pop culture, fashion. No one gets to tell me not to curse. Oh, and some of that, too. This is Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Now, here's Brandy Glanville. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. And I'm sitting here with one of my oldest, and he's not my oldest friend, but one of my friends I've had for a long time that I've always wanted to get in my pod and not in a weird way, Dean Germain. Hey, why not in a weird way? Well, you're married, right? <laughs> Are you married Every, still? I am still married. Yeah, well, that's why. <laughs> Dean, I mean, like, hello, married. But yeah, that would be I weird. love that you said, are you married still? <laughs> that's the natural. Question. Well, because it's been a long time you've been married. It then. has been. It's been four years since I've been married. Wow. Congratulations. I just jumped right back in the, uh, you, the ring. You sure did. Well, look at you. And she's not here today. I'm just saying. <laughs> she's not. She's not in the pod. No, she's not in the pod, but she's welcome in the pod. If she ever wants to come I, in, I didn't the know pod. it was going to get like that. But <laughs> now we've got three people in the pod. Well, you know, we're just keeping it family. But we're here today to talk about your book, your new cookbook, "Eat Your Heart Out." And I have to say, I was reading it. I cried during the intro because of it's it's your story, but it's our story. Um, are you going to cry right now? No. Oh. <laughs> no. I'm, okay. I'm right. good. It's okay. No, really. Um, and then the recipes are and the pictures are amazing. You do it. I mean, and it's across like all these different things. There's like meat and, and duck and like a boar ragu. Yeah, I would never eat that. By the way, yes, you would. No, I if I made you the boar ragu in our pod, you would totally. Boar. You would 100 percent eat it. Well, I don't think I could, but it looks beautiful. No, this book. I mean, the, reading the first four pages, you may think that it's going to be you know a very you know tell all y kind of book, no. but it talks about kind of like you said, it is our story, and it's the story that we kind of live through and. It's not the main story and it's not the future. It's just kind of the steps in the road that led me to getting to this point. You know, right. it's all of the things, the crappy things that you went through to get you to, you know, releasing Unfiltered Blonde. It's all of those. And, and I think anybody can relate to that where uh-huh. you go through a really hard time and you have to kind of just put your nose down and reboot and figure yourself out. And well, I you evolve. You become you have the, to. the next person that you're supposed to become. And it really hit home with me is when you said you put your all into somebody else's life and career and I I really did the same thing and then I think that that's what's interesting to me because coming out of it we're in a similar boat except I had children and we were forced to figure out what our passions were because before our passions were other people's careers yeah it's hard I mean I think when you're when you're trying to be a good husband or a good wife, you do want to have that togetherness, but it becomes... And not it, cheat, let's just say. No. <laughs> yeah, togetherness is good. <laughs> well, yeah, then there's right, that. But I'm yeah. just saying for us, it's right. you wanted to be the best wife or the best husband, and you try to be supportive and pour all of your creative energy into that person, and you don't... You, you don't, lose yourself. You don't realize that it's at the expense of yourself. And so yeah. I think that... It's it's like it's a lesson learned, and we both have kind of learned that lesson and, and conquered got, it and conquered it and got our asses Killed kicked, and, and now and now we're both in a great spot and killing it. So I'm not I'm not, you know, I don't think we need to apologize for our past. And no, it's, it's it's our story. It made us who we are today, and ultimately, it made me realize and learn that I really should have. And I'll do this now. Be a we before... I mean, be a we. I made that mistake. I, I need to be a me before I'm a we. Well, yeah. If you can't take care of yourself, there's no way. It's like... I always say it's like being on an airplane. Like, you have to put the mask on yourself first before you can put it on someone else. Uh, that's... Yeah, I don't even like getting on airplanes because... And then I'm out of my control because the 
captain. I can't drive it. Are you one I of can't those? buy Are it. I, yeah, the I'm one of those. Flyer? I'm like, okay, let's see what he looks like. Where's and the Xanax? No, but, hello. <laughs> I have I have very strong ones. And my friends are like, yours are like four of one of mine. <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm a, I'm a tall girl. It is what it is. My mama gets a little freaky. And I think since I've, well, that's, that sounded weird too. But yeah, that, that happens as well. But um, since mama's had, allowed to get freaky. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, you know, you're you're a mom. You're not dead, so you can still get freaky in your pod with other people and their wives and everyone. <laughs> um, but never as long when, as you're a kick-ass mom, you but, can probably get away with anything. Yeah, exactly. And you know, I, I, I almost brought the boys here today because they're sick, and my assistant was like, "What do I do with your sick kids?" Because he's a man. Oh, and no offense, but. The man, like, yeah, I got a male assistant. He's awesome, but he was like, "Uh," I'm like, "All right, I'll be back. Bye, kids." Because I normally do this podcast when they're at school. Oh, right. So you were this close to seeing the boys. We've seen they, the whole family. You since the last time you saw them, they are so big. They were they were like they're little men now. They yeah. were boys back I, then. I'm a t- almost teenager. It's crazy. That is nuts, right? Wow, you almost have a teenager. He's got a girlfriend. <laughs> I, now your hands I are know. full. Watch oh, out. You have no idea. Girl, I mean, I think girls, like, girls, girls. Oh, yes. All the, and all the girls, like, go figure. They're handsome. It is what it is. I mean, you do make gorgeous children. Thank so you. That's I a good appreciate thing. that. You, now, you haven't had children yet. Why is that? I have not had... I have, God, if I had a minute to kind of get it together, I think that Sarah It only I, takes a minute? It, <laughs> <laughs> now you're telling all my secrets. <laughs> that's awesome, Oh, though. man. It used to take me so long. Now I'm <laughs> <laughs> I could probably see why. <laughs> We're both going to hell. Oh, uh, that's I'll save just, you a seat. Yeah. It's okay. No, mm. oh, no, we we haven't had have kids yet. We're just we have been so crazy busy. I think that in the rebuilding time, it's it would be kind of crazy to try to have a kid. I mean, it's it's all consuming. When you have a kid, your whole shift focuses to being a parent, and yeah. I. I was ready to kind of do that in my previous relationship, and I thought I was there, and then you know it kind of fell apart. So, you know, I kind of Just put a that bit. I, a little, a little <laughs> bit. Well, I had, to, but I had to put it on hold because, I, like you said, you have to be a me before you can be a we. Yeah, and could you imagine being a father and in that situation? And, and I guess I can imagine being a mother in that situation and coming out of it with two children and not knowing what the fuck I was going to do for number one income and number two what I loved and what I was passionate about. I had no idea. Yeah. I was like, oh, shoot, I'm 36 and single, and I have two kids to take care of, and what the heck? That was the one thing that I was really thankful for, that I, we didn't have kids, yeah. because it made it a much cleaner break. And for you, unfortunately, it was like, you know, living in L.A. and having the, the love triangle, <laughs> <laughs> and then the kids involved, and the yeah. back and forth, and it's I, I, I feel your pain. Yes. You can come to soccer next week. <laughs> come to soccer. <laughs> that would be awesome. We'll get the four of us in a photo for the first time in however many years. Right? Um, I actually don't have an issue. Like I always sit with them or near them and like at, you know, the school events because it's gotta be bizarre. Well, I have, no, it's not at this point. It's not, but I just wish we, you know, it ebbs and flows. I wish that we could get along and then, you know, something will happen with the kids and then, you know, just for the kids though, the three of you and then the yeah. there's tabloids taking pictures of their soccer game. I mean, and who, and it, yeah. And we're out in the middle of like Woodland Hills and nobody goes out. Actually, I would have to say Brittany's kids are out there too. So I get it, but it's annoying because you want to look like crap at soccer. And right. I always it's, do. It's anyway. a weekend. You want to like, you want to hang out and be a parent and yeah. cheer for your kid. I don't want soccer game. not to be at 9am. Okay. It's a weekend. <laughs> I want soccer to be at noon. Get, take, take note people. <laughs> 
I wake it up early every day. Soccer needs to be a little later in the day. Heard here. Yes. Move soccer to noon. <laughs> and you know who you are. And you know who you are. Soccer moms. I know, right? Uh, they scare me a little bit. If you but... had that Mucinex D, you could get up early every I mean, day. Right? I would never go to sleep. I'm on it now. I'm like a, like a little Energizer bunny. Poor but... thing with your sinuses. Oh. I mean, it's, it's a cold and the kids are sick and it's just like a vicious circle. And then I send them away for the week and then they get sick again and they come you know i get healthy while they're gone and it comes back kids are little petri dishes so yeah and so now you're passing on that petri dish to me and then yes. i'm gonna get on a nice i'm like lock I'm, the door put a towel i'm gonna get door. on an airplane tomorrow and be in that petri dish it's gonna be wonderful now i have to say i remember when you were working at nobu in new york and we would text and i would be like oh i'm coming to new york and it never worked out that we got to see each other but we were always in communication and contact and you were like, listen, I just, I want to be a chef. I like, this is, this is my passion. And you really, after even just reading this, you really went through the ropes of it. I mean, you didn't get an easy road. Yeah, no, I didn't want it to be, you know, I didn't want it to be some half-ass unwarranted thing. I, I wanted to become a chef. I wasn't going to try to release a cookbook or do a TV show and have someone go, oh, that's Leanne And Holmes. his cookbook is Eat Your Heart Out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm no, but you should. Now, I mean, you've done all the hard work. Now you get to have the, what do you call it? The the glory? Yeah. The... Well, no, when you, get <laughs> you... The, when you do the work, you get the good. Come on, Ray. My, come on. He's busy, like, doing, watching porn on his. Yeah, he is. <laughs> no, that's I can for... see both of his hands. He's definitely not watching porn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. No, but I think for me, like, I, it was, I, I was lucky enough to be able to make the break go to New York, go to culinary school, graduate at the top of my class, work at Nobu, work at Jean-Georges, and really become... Jean-Georges, by the way, I don't know if people know, but it's like the fanciest restaurant yes, in New York. It's three a big Michelin, deal. Yeah, three Michelin stars. Yeah, it's, and it takes like five months to get a reservation. I worked there. Incredibly intense. Yeah, now, I saw you credited Lauren Kusarak in your book, who I've known yeah? forever. Oh, really? I love oh, Lauren. Oh, my God, I love her. I She's love that girl. So how do you know her? She does PR for me. Oh, she, she used to do it for Eddie. <laughs> and, well, that, that was kind of funny because when we met, we met at a gym, which was funny. She's attractive. And I mean, she, not that that matters. Uh, she is but. actually very attractive. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we, You're married. We're we, drinking wine. This is like the first, second time I've had wine. Wait, in my I can podcast. still say someone's attractive. Am I not, allowed, true. Am it's I true. not allowed to say you're attractive? She's yes. attractive. There are Thank beautiful you. women in the world. There are. That is true. You're both blondes. We're so. blondish. Yeah, we're like. Blond- blondish. We're like, maybe. Like, okay. we, you know, we get low lights too. I, I get you. But no, Lauren's a dear, dear friend. And she was the catalyst for this book. She took me into the book agent and was the reason that I have this book. So I'm ex- I incredibly, it. incredibly thankful to her. And what about this whole thing on the back? It says Sharon Osbourne said, Dina's my, one of my favorite chefs. How do you know Sharon Osbourne? So mm-hmm. I am a, a regular on the talk oh, are uh, you? for CBS. I just did that this morning before okay. I came here. So it's uh, a relationship that I met Sharon 12 years ago now when she used to have her own talk show and I was on there with uh, my ex and she just has always been She's a sweet. huge supporter. And yeah. the first time I did the show... It doesn't, it doesn't I mean it helps that you're cute. I'll see <laughs> I'll a cute it. boy. I'll like, all the ladies like cute boys. No, but she's a doll. I mean, the first time I did the show, uh, you know, everyone kind of scurries around after you're done shooting. And she pulled me aside and she, like, held my hands and she was like, I just want to tell you how proud of you I am. And it's so good to see you succeed after all the bullshit. And, and it just... Uh, it was one of the sweetest things that anyone's ever done. She didn't need to hang around. There was no reason for that. And, uh, <laughs> right? <laughs> and she's always just remained a really good friend. So when I was thinking about who I could 
have uh, read a quote. It was, she was the natural person. She was the only person I reached out to, and I said, you know, I would, I, I respect like, you. She so mama much. bared you. She totally so mama bared me. I, and love I mean, that. She, and she is kind of a mama bear. Yeah, the no. ultimate badass mama yeah. bear. I met her once. I did the talk once, and um, it was really fun because it was right after uh, I had a DUI. So that was awesome. And she totally mama bared me, and she made me feel like safe and like in a good place. And you need and the Uber, baby. I well Uber. now you should see my Uber bill. It's great. I, it's like no, no. Uber bill is much cheaper than a DUI. Oh, it, it is, and it's a lot less embarrassing. And a lot less yeah, embarrassing. But that was in 2009, which was a great year for me. 2009 was a great. It was a great year for everyone. It was a great year for us. It's a vintage, if you yes. will. <laughs> One of the brightest years of my life. No, it was a really um, a funky time. So it's too bad you don't have a vintage 2009 unfiltered blonde. That I would know, be right. I, that I would mean, be a great year. It, it, well, no. Let's just assume, well, you know. No. Um, it might very, taste a little bitter. Yeah. <laughs> it might have soured, <laughs> and half of it might have been stolen from somebody, and it, like half. It's a half carafe. I'm kidding. You can't steal... By the way, you and I both know that you can't steal somebody away from anyone else, that they both have to be willing participants. So when I read things about someone stole this person or someone stole this person, it annoys the F out of me. There's two people get together, two people are responsible for getting together, two people are responsible for the demise. I think that you know, if you look at both of our past marriages, I'm sure there were there's you know places where all of us could have done better. It went in a very shitty way, but I mean, I, I just try to be as accountable as possible and say, you know what, standing here seven years later, I'm like, yeah, I just, yeah, probably annoyed her and did some weird things or whatever, but fuck it. I can't, I, mean, I can't Do you, wait, hold do you on remember when we were playing pool in Canada? Oh yeah. It like, I mean like vividly. Uh, well, that was, it's yeah. funny that you say that moment. <laughs> not so crazy. It's weird that you say that moment because- I that was the moment that I knew Matthew that too. it was kind of, it was it. So, Oof. yeah. Crazy, right? Uh, yeah, that, that was a, a very, very bizarre thing. And it was, I mean, it, I mean, listen, end. it was, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, there were other things that I, in that moment in time is when it all like, I was like, holy fuck, this is happening. And it was so bizarre to me because I knew it. But I didn't want to believe it. And I feel like you were kind of in the same boat, maybe. Well, yeah, I think just being when you're in that when you're in that space and you're you don't want to. We, I don't think I wanted to believe it up until the point when I signed my divorce papers. No. You, you didn't want to believe it. And it oh, was, I didn't sign mine. That, that motherfucker had to work to get my signature, <laughs> and then I got nothing. <laughs> yeah, welcome, so to, welcome to the club. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, but I you mean, know, it's, it it's, happens. Look at you now, and look at you now. I think it makes you work harder because you realize no one's going to do it for you. Well, there's no fallback yeah. plan. Yeah, and it's like okay, your fallback plan is your is work you. ethic. Yeah, yeah. like so, get it together, stop feeling sorry for yourself, and. Do something, right. and we both did. And now look at us. It's true. Like, Without the, it when over. someone takes the safety net away, it really makes you you focus and and bring it back to to you and making it positive. It's that, or you fall. <laughs> and I, I I fell. Let me tell you, I fell a few times. I'm not gonna lie, I did. But um, I think in the end, you. For me, what the problem saved- is you had to fall. And I'm sorry, I'm gonna cut you off. But like you had to fall in the public eye. Our divorce went in the public eye, so it's like you couldn't just be angry and get fucked up and you know you know drive or whatever you're like whatever you like it's well, i could i could have shut the fuck up and i didn't yeah. i mean when they were calling me and they're like oh did you see i was like those motherfuckers you know i i don't 
I was, um, I'm a fighter. I'm feisty. And you know, like you, you held back so much and you were so honorable with the way you handled things and so classy. And I was like, you know, Brandy, take the high road. I'm like, bitch, I'm afraid of heights. <laughs> so don't forget that. Cause I, was just I don't even I know what in, the high road is. I lived in New York. So it was, yeah, it was, it was a much easier for me to kind of remove myself. I didn't have paparazzi following me every two seconds, you know, as I went to culinary school or as I was working, you know, in restaurants. So thankfully, one of the reasons I love living in New York is you can you kind escape. of disappear. You can just, you know, you've been, you've lived there. Yeah, you I can just it. kind of, you can walk out your door and either be as much a part of it or not a part of it as you really want to. Yeah. Um, it, it's so bizarre because even today, and I was, I was reading, actually my producer told me that the Washington Post wrote an article about why is this story still ongoing. And, and I think that, and when I read it and it's kind of true, I think it's because a lot of women and men, I mean, actually as well, like they kind of brush it on the rug and they don't want to talk about it. And not a lot of them take the low road and fight back like I have. And I feel like your cookbook is so classy and you, you didn't say anything bad at all. All you did was tell your story and there was nothing wrong with having your story. But now, of course, you're paying for that, I hear. Yeah, I mean... I, I really I tried my best and I think I achieved really trying to be as accountable as possible and not pointing any fingers. You didn't at all. And it was and I really I just touch on it. I say this is part of my life, which it was, which is It you made know, you it, it drove you into finding your passion. Sure, cooking is, with my grandmother in a kitchen when I was five years old, which I talk about in the book, but no one likes to talk about that. Right, or, no, they don't want to talk about that. Or part. working in high level restaurants. Right? But no, yeah, they take they take a page and a half yep. of that and say like Oh, he's he's still not over. I love when I see people on Twitter saying, "If he's over, over it, it, if he's over, over it, it, why are you still talking about it?" I'm Here's like, the, everyone's talking about it. Still, number one and number two, it's it, you don't ever really get over it. It ends up being part of your story that you will always be telling. Right. And if you look at your book, which is very sweet and classy, and you want to look at mine, the shit I said, like. I went in and I went in hard and deep and I did not care. And I got the, I got the cease and desist crap too. And I was like, that's what book editors are for. And I'm telling the truth and the truth is, you know, what it is. And it will set you free at the end of the day. As long as you're speaking the truth, there's, there's nothing that can be done. And clearly you had an audience that understood that because you had a, best, you had a New York Times bestseller. Number one, so, number one. <laughs> I mean, I could only hope for that kind of success. Oh, it's going to happen, Dean. But it's happening. I just, you know... I. I think that it's your story and you're allowed to tell your story. And it's your story and you're allowed to tell your story. And that, when they say get over it, no, it's part of our story and it's part of who we are. And, and I am over it. That's the, that's but, the no, thing. But it's, but it's not even over. It's like people are need to get their head out of their asses and realize it's... Not that you're not over it. You, this is, this is part, it's like not talking about your grandmother because she passed away. Right. She's dead, motherfucker. Get over it. Right. That, no. that was horrible. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is don't, true. <laughs> don't talk about her. Get over it. Like, that's it. I mean, that, that really made, that was horrible. No, I know what you meant, but it's, it's, I think, yeah, people. <laughs> was amazing but it's kind of the, the truth like oh because some because you have a loss or you mourn something you're supposed to never talk about it again it's just no i mean it's no they're always going to be br- bricks in the road to yeah. to where you are now and it, you you shouldn't 
you shouldn't have to ignore those steps that got you to where you are. No. Or, 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 For positive or, or negative. Yeah. It's like remembering the people who helped get you there in, you know, the, the positive. You got to get down to get up. And I have to Absolutely. say, we were we got thrown down and now we're doing pretty good and we're up, I, I would say. Yeah. And I think that, you know, it's, it's just weird. I think when, when you know, did you get a call and someone congratulate you about your, your success for your number one book or your no, God. new wine company? No, I, I did get the legal letter though from your I, I love the le- Yeah, I got that. I got a few, I had a few of those over yeah. the years. I actually. mean, Leon released an album a little while ago and I publicly tweeted and I wasn't trying to do it for any, like, you know, to, to stir up shit. I was like, congratulations. Like, cause I know how hard it is to, right. To focus on a piece of work and create it, and, and like all of us who create things, right. it's a really fucking hard process, and it should it be rewarded. Like <clears throat> whether you like her music or you don't like her music or her or whatever, I'm like, you know what? Congratulations. She was a part of your life for a long time. You did and good. Go yeah, for it. and I have no ill will towards her. I, 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 there's always going to be, you know, it's like family. There's there's people that you'll always love them. You don't right. necessarily need them in your life from on a day to day basis, but I will always have a. Yeah, she's part of she's, she's part of your story. She's part of my story. Like, I, I was with her for eight years. Yeah. That's a long thirteen. Uh, yeah, that's, I mean, I that's have like, to stop saying the F word because that's, that's my new goal. But I, I are you think, coming up for Lent? Is that your new goal? <laughs> no, for my producer actually, for our advertisers. Uh, it's our advertisers. Yeah, we get more when I don't curse, which is very difficult. So I should stop cursing. No, no, you're good. No, I like this. This is like when you're allowed to curse. I will. I know. Say, well, I do so much TV, and I'm never allowed to. Curse. I know. Like, you're like super clean guy. Everyone's like, is he like just Mr. Nice Guy? I'm like, no. I go. I remember when we at the pool hall, like when something was happening, and we saw the shit go down. You grabbed my ass, and I was like, "Wait, wait I'm in the twilight zone." I don't know if you remember this, but well, I mean, like, you do have a nice ass. It's you. very grabbable. Oh, thank so. you. <laughs> Thanks, but I mean, they were definitely in their thing, and then you and I were like flirting because we saw what was. It was it was just a whirlwind of like craziness, but you know, having said that, if Eddie were to get a job, <laughs> I would totally congratulate him. That did not sound good at all, but that's not what I meant. I meant the, here's a fact. I want nothing bad to ever happen to the man because he's the father of my children and of my course. children would be crushed. And, you know, as far as Legos, they love her. And uh, so for, for them, I don't want anything bad to happen either. You sure. know, like I, I just have to be, they're part of my story and there's negatives and positives, but my kids love them. And so, you know, if push can be and someone was hurting them, that wasn't me, of course. Um, I would definitely like have their backs. I would have to. Yeah. I mean, I, look, I want us all to be successful. I, I really do want all of us to win. I have no, there's the animosity. It just, it doesn't serve, it doesn't serve me. It doesn't serve anybody. And mm. I really, I think that if we all, you know, can't we all just get along? Can't we all just get along? <laughs> Wait a minute. So I have a funny thing. So um, as you top off my wine glass, well, we I are mean, all going to get along. We are. I, We're, I mean, <laughs> wifey, don't get mad at me. Um, we're in the pod. It doesn't count. Pod. Right. We're good. <laughs> but I will say, so Jake and I were looking at your cookbook last night, and Jake's obviously my eight-year-old, um, and we saw where you dissected a lobster and you showed how to do it. Yes. That is something that I think everyone can, I mean, I, it's a big deal because I never knew how to do that. Yeah. Well, the, the whole point of what I was trying to do in Eat Your Heart Out is show people 
you know, a lot of cookbooks are so chefy, and you pick it up and you're like, wow, these are really beautiful photos, but I have no idea how to do any right. of these recipes or the ingredient lists. Read like some crazy, you know, right. map that you've ne- you can't even find you broke your way. It down. You dumbed it down for people. Yeah. So, I mean, I didn't, it's not that I dumbed it down. I just tried to. Well, for me. <laughs> <laughs> I just tried to, me. to show you, like, in, when I say brown and onion or whatever, I'll show you a photographic step by step. This is how it should look. So you can go. Right. If I say to do something, everyone has their own interpretation. If you look at a picture, it is what it is. So showing people how to break down a lobster or how to cook a duck breast, which is another thing in there that people are freaked out about. Yeah, I don't, freaked, I don't you even made like, that face. Duck and I, well, I can't. But, but if yes, I made you a duck breast. I would not. I would eat a bite for you, but it's so gamey for me. No, like, no, no, I no, can't. No. Then you haven't had the right duck breast. <laughs> it's not that gamey. I don't know. I'm like, I don't I'm very, I love the, What do you like to eat? Um, Like, I'm... I love to cook as well. I'm not like obviously a professional cook at all, but um, I love down home, anything with gravy. Like I love stroganoffs. I love Swedish meatballs. I love like I'm, I'm any red anything meat. Anything with a brown sauce. Yeah. <laughs> a brown, no. Like, and noodles is a very I, kid I, diet. Yes. That's I, well, that's me. But I definitely, um, my two favorite like types of foods are I see a Mexican cooking show in the Italian. future. I see, yeah. I see a... Oh, you could do the fancy the, part and the, then I'll do like... The, but you know, the mom part. Yeah, no, but seriously, there has to... You, well, you have to help me because I love to cook things that my kids are like, oh, it tastes like it's from a fancy restaurant. That it, means I'm not eating this, mom. Get the chicken nuggets out. Gotcha. So it would be really nice to learn how to cook that, you know, something that's healthy on a budget yeah. that the kids will actually eat. Well, that's... I mean, literally there are 150 recipes in that book that I really... I strive to make it accessible so that you could pick it up and it's not something that's going to, you know, there's a steak recipe in there, but it's not for like a filet mignon. It's a strip steak, which is something that's not going to break the bank. It's got lots of flavor. You can make it on a Wednesday and not feel guilty and feed a bunch of people. There's a lot of different Unless your kids only go to Mastro's <laughs> and... Oh, L.A. Oh, no. I, we go to Tony Roma's. I don't go to Mastro's, my friend. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, I see. A lot of people go to Mastro's. Uh, a lot. I see. And Nobu. And they're, you know, they're fancy. It's it's cute. But so when I make something that is a strip, like a strip steak and he, right. <laughs> Jake goes, it's not a six inch filet. I'm like, it's not inch. <laughs> it's not inches. <laughs> it's all about so nope, it's not a, it's not about the length it's ounces i think you're talking about but yes you're right it's, it's not the quality of the meat yeah they're very that's the problem my kids are very fancy but i cook very like stroganoff and that's like you know but that's I'll, good that's what your kids should eat your kid you know what you're not a short order cook your kids should eat whatever you're cooking well whatever's for dinner is what's for dinner i think that's if i'm, you gonna, be the, I'm, I'm, gonna, be worst, I'm gonna be the worst parent. I'm like, this is what you're eating no i mean no because i I want to make them happy, and I also want them to eat so they don't end up eating all my lunch snacks after we're done with dinner, because I just refilled the pantry. It's like, I have, you know, I want to, and this is our favorite page, which is 204. Jake and I spent so much time on this lobster. He's like, it's like a spider being dissected in a lab. I'm like, well, I, I won't, I don't know if that sounds good to eat, It's good. but yes, it kind of is. Well, I really wanted to show how you break down a lobster. It's a mystery. A lot of these things, you know, I like to take... The concepts that I learned in fine dining, and you know, if I tried to tell everyone what I did in a fine dining restaurant, it doesn't translate to the normal, the normal uh, cookbook reader. So it's taking those concepts and distilling it down into something that you can say dumb it down. No, no I'm, say, I'm I like, saying dumb it down. I, right. Right. Distilling it down. I have so more. Dean's f- fancy. I ha- no, it's, yeah, he has more class. We already got that, we got that seven have, years ago. It's not that I have more class. I have more faith in you. Okay, it's distilling it down oh. into something that you could easily do. 
But I, 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 I guarantee you that you would kick ass cooking out of this book. I, I actually could make anything in here, and I just with with your help, you know, obviously reading the recipe, I can make I, I can taste something at a restaurant and and make it almost the same. Which is great. That's is, the, that's the I hardest love. part: having a good palate. Right. Well, that's the, I mean, my wife has an incredible palate, and she, which is kind of a pain in the ass. That's why you're still times. together. No, <laughs> no, but it's a pain in the ass at times too, because I'll be making something, and I'm like really tired, and she's like, "Yeah, this could have a little bit." I'm just like, "It's dinner. Just stop, like, like for one second. Eat it just now." Eat it. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had a man really cook for me, except for just recently, the Sharon guy. Do you know who that is? No. Okay, so I did this show called Cocktails with Chloe. And Aisha Tyler was there from The Talk, who you probably know. Yeah, of course. And Sharon was there. He's like a top chef guy. Mm-hmm. Super hot, much like yourself. And cooking like all this amazing food. And I realized what a turn on it was to have a man oh how, who was attractive. How cooking. was a man never cooked for I, you? Because I cooked. I've always, I always cook. That is the ultimate closer. Are you kidding? That's well, what, I swear to God, that should be the next book that right? I do. You <laughs> should. How to close. How to close. After one day. How to close. The yeah. cookbook. Yeah. No, that cook, right? You can make it half cooked. Panty half dropping like, recipes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's so terrible. <laughs> well, I could say more. I like this. Now I'm blushing. But yeah. Dean is not, you're not like, everyone thinks you're like so, um, what's the word? Vanilla. I think you're not as vanilla as people think. No, I'm not. I mean, I'm a very, I, I try to be a private person, but I, I. He get, drops panties, people. I just, <laughs> he drops panties. Let's just say it. He drops panties. I've seen that. How come there's no Let's just say there? being a chef or, yeah. or knowing how to cook. As a single man was a very nice quality to have. Yes, I can only imagine. It was, it was good. You know, if I, the second I cooked for a guy, that's when I knew he was staying over. <laughs> when I invite you over for dinner, you're getting dinner and dessert. Like that's, I mean, that was how I figured and, it. And, and breakfast, hopefully. Right, of course. Or yeah. get the fuck out. Or get the, yeah. depending but, upon the, dep- the guy. Depending, well, depending upon the performance, I suppose. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you should really stay for breakfast. Or, you or, know what? I have to work early in the morning. Yeah. You should go. I'm feeling so you well. <laughs> Must have been something I ate. You're actually very lucky to have been married the past four years because dating, especially in Los Angeles, especially with two kids, being... Are you on the Tinder and the whole digital... Um, I went on it, yes. So I would be a it. maniac on that. I, I just, I realized, thank God I missed that whole yes. boat. No, yeah, you would. Because every guy just swipes and says it's, yes to every girl. It's And too... I say no to everyone, but you realize guys are just pigs. Yeah. I went on one date and it was... You know what he wanted to talk about? Sex. No, <laughs> my ex-husband and your ex-wife. Really? And I was like, this is not turning me on. Did he on. work for a magazine? <laughs> no, I was like... He wanted to talk about how... Did I just drink half that bottle? <laughs> yeah, we're, we're about halfway done. We're almost done with it. Um, but he wanted to know why I got upset when so, so-and-so posted pictures and how, like, like he kept How is how, that sexy? I don't... I, and, I was like, I just met you. And then he oh, asked me for a kiss halfway through the dinner. And gross. I'm like, this is why I can't do Tinder. I can't. But I think my pictures are still on there because it's... Hold just, on. How did that lead into, can I have a kiss halfway through dinner? And why would you ask for a kiss during dinner, halfway it through was dinner? because he just, asked me if I was, um, what is it when you're touchy-feely? Like if you're, he, what was his word? He's like, you know, do, are you very like nurturing? I'm like, yeah. You know, I, when I know somebody, like right. I'm not giving some a stranger a kiss during dinner on first date. 
Like, especially just, when you're just, he keeps telling me about Especially how, when you're getting hounded like the press like you do. It'd be like, Brandon like, Glanville no, making out. Like, your ex-husband is so good looking and your ex-boyfriend, I knew Maybe him. he was into your ex. That's what I said. He told me about two people I dated how good looking they were and I'm like, all this is doing is reminding me how ugly you are. Like, there's not, this is not helping your case. I'm starting to question the, uh, that guy. I don't know. Maybe, I'm maybe like, there was more to the story. Maybe he wanted no. you to introduce him. It was very awkward, but I think that's, that's part of the problem. Like when I try to date, people know my whole story yeah. and everything. And then it turns into like an interview and it's not a date. That's not sexy at all. But you're married. Yeah. And your wife's a famous photographer. She's a very, very successful photographer. Um, I, I, I pale in comparison to her career. <laughs> she's no, she's incredibly talented and works her ass off. And she's been doing this for God, like fifteen years now. And, That's her passion. Uh, it's her passion, and it's and she is, you know, beyond being beyond being a photographer, she's one of the smartest businesswomen I've ever met, and she really knows how to run a business and she has you know her clients are huge huge clients so it's I'm like I know I know I know I'm not gonna tell anyone but I know she uh she does very well she's she's incredibly talented and incredibly supportive which is which is nice so was falling in love the second time around was it different sure you know I think that you go in a little more guarded and it's, it's a, I'm a, I'm a hopeless romantic. So for me, like I, I will throw my, like, I cooked panties fell. <laughs> I, got, I got married, bitch. That's how I'm it like went this. down. I'm all trying to play the nice guy. I'm like, really? I cooked. And I lifted up. I showed her my the, abs. The panties dropped. <laughs> no, <laughs> I wish I had that much. Uh, I'll take that. I'll take all, everything that you're giving me. But no, it was, I think it was just more based in reality. I think I, I, I approach this from more of a sensible position of, you know, kind of a little bit more guarded, but more like I can, I can be myself in this relationship. Right. And I remember when we were first together and we were, we would, um, I would call her up and I was like, so I am going to get out of school today and then I'm doing this and this and then I'll be here. And she's like, why are you checking in with me? <laughs> she's like, she's like, I'm not your fucking I'm mother. Like, that is so sexy. And I was that? like. Yeah, that's, that's I, right. I, I thought I called my mom. I, I like, am so sorry. Yeah, I was like, yeah, that, yeah, that's right. Do what I want to do. Right. That's what, like, I think that's a, just, that's a big. It's nice to. It's in the beginning. It's hard to realize that you're not checking in with anyone. I realize what an idiot I'd be. But, <laughs> but it's also. It's now. It's like I don't want to check in with anyone at all. Right. Of like, course. At all. Like. You do your day, I'll do mine. If right. we call and we can talk, it's fine. And that's a healthy relationship. <laughs> that's why I'm still single. <laughs> yes, it's going so well for me. No, it's all the digital dating you're doing. Oh, that's... the one time. No, you know what it is. It's I have grown accustomed to being with the boys, mm-hmm. my boys, and being boss bitch otherwise. I'm working really hard. And when I meet a guy, like I can't let my walls down. It's very difficult. So it's very difficult to show like the soft side and like have the conversations that you and I are having now, like about like things that affected me in my past or whatever. I don't have those conversations. I shut it down. I'm like, bitch, please. That's it. I'm out. (laughs) I mean, you can be guarded, but you can't like, it's hard. I It's hard to let anyone in. And I don't think I've really been in love since that whole thing anyway, except for with the baby boys obviously oh, well those are the two most important men in your life anyways so. i mean maybe i was i think i might have fallen for someone recently but fallen in a weird maybe not i don't know i don't know, <laughs> I don't know. are you one of those are you, do you, do, you do you fall quickly are you one of those no people? oh see not i'm like all. i'm like a girl i'm like oh my god i love you <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes, I mean, uh, I'm not. I'm like a dude. I'm like a dude. I'm the biggest. That's my biggest no, curse. You're I'm a mangina. Like, I'm totally mangina. mangina. And I'm, a, I have the biggest dick in the room. I'm like, hey, nice to meet you. Do you want to get married? <laughs> cool. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> but that's so sweet. No, but I think it's for me, like, I came from a divorced family, so it was kind of trying to always create that, that sense of family and, and a normal relationship and right. I mean, I think whatever you, that you means. You have a different perspective, you know, um, because your grandma died. Yeah. No. And you need to get the fuck over it. And get the... I mean, stop talking about it. It didn't happen. Don't talk about your past. Don't. Don't. It's not part of your story. Forget about it. Grams is gone. (laughs) (laughs) You really are going to hell. (laughs) Well, we'll see Grams down there. I'm kidding. Um, I'm sure she was amazing. Oh, she was feisty. I learned everything I know from that woman. She was was a hardcore depression era, you know. My grandma's still alive, and she is a gangster bitch. And I'll say that straight to her face. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, I am. I'm like, all right. She's like black Irish and like can drink anyone under the table and doesn't flinch at all when I say the F word and tells me about how she had all the boys because she put out. I'm like, oh, wow. No, yeah. my, I didn't have that kind of grandma. I had a grandma that would beat the shit out of you if you well, stepped out of oh, line. They were military, though. They were like it military was like, brats. So I was like, yeah, my grandma is. My grandma looks at my kids like. I'm about to put them in check. I'm like, no, no, no. Yeah. Guys, run, run, guys, run. I was, I was raised in a very like Catholic religious yeah. family, so Graham's always had it on lockdown. Yeah. Well, Graham's, if she was here, she'd be all over you. But she <laughs> should be drinking us under the table, and she loves when I say whatever I say. She's, she's a gangster bitch, and I say it to her face, and she likes Grams it. Graham's is a gangster bitch. She's 88, I think, and she refuses. She's... She lives alone. She refuses to live with anyone. She has her garden. That's how my grandma was. Do not touch her tomatoes if they are not ripe, because she wow. will eat you. Does she cook? <laughs> oh yeah, she. That's where I learned. You gotta get Grams the book. I will. I will. Um, she, I think we I need a dinner with Grams. Yes. You, me, we'll give her the book. We'll yes. have a, a glass of unfiltered. We will. And you know, we could do it at the senior center. Actually, she <laughs> runs the senior center. We would run the senior center. <laughs> so I, she already got kind of got. I gave my books. I was going to do a book reading, but then she realized maybe the seniors would not really like my book <laughs> reading. Um, and some lady threw them at her and said they're garbage. And she's like, "That's my granddaughter you're talking about." And Grams so, is going to start a fist fight at the senior center. Wow. You know, you know where I get it from. I was going to say the apple does not yes. fall very far. And her last name is Swinehart, which is interesting. Um, I don't know why I put that out there, but I wouldn't eat a Swinehart. Come like on, the pig heart. Do you? you, I, know you I need eat- to get you over your food phobias. <sighs> you're, I'm making you duck breast. No. Yes. You're gonna eat duck breast. I'll eat these donuts. On You're the gonna back eat the of your ragu. I eat the watermelon. Oh, that looks good. Wild boar ragu. Want to eat anything okay, that I have eat, to see at Yellowstone Park? Have you eat, have you eaten a pork chop? Yes, of okay, course. So, bacon. Pork, I love bacon. Okay, it's so it's just a wild bacon. It's a It's just a pig, but it doesn't live in a little. So why is it a wild pig? What, what's what makes a, it wild? It's a wild boar. It's an. It's, what it's what different... makes it different from our normal bacon? It has, it's like hairy, it has these horns, they're fucking crazy. Sounds gamey. It's, <laughs> what is with you and gamey? I don't know. You're I all just, about the games. Well, I am. No. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's all true. about games with you. It no, is wild true. boar is delicious and it's something, it's a food that, you know, if you hunt it, it can actually hunt you back. Yeah, <laughs> they're vicious, they're vicious animals. So but, it's, <laughs> I, I actually respect that. It's a little more than, you know, if you go out and hunt a wild boar, it's yeah. a lot, uh, that, that, yeah, it's I a lot more hunt. credibility than if you went and just like slaughtered a pig that was stuck in a pen. Have you ever eaten honey badger? 
I have not eaten a honey badger, but those things don't give a fuck. No, they, you can't eat that. <laughs> it just sounded like a food dish, the yes, honey badger, but no. But no have I you have, ever seen a honey badger? I asked, Google I honey book. badger. I have the book. I had the guy that did the book. I had him in my pod a long time ago. He was here. The honey badger dude. Honey badgers don't care. No, they don't give a fuck. They do what they want. They do. <laughs> and then they are- I think that should be your mascot. But it kind of is. You are the hun- You are the female honey badger. Great. <laughs> I mean that in all the sexiest honey badger right. you've ever so seen. so beautiful. No, no, I, yeah, that sounds awesome. So let's get back to talking about other things now that we're totally tipsy. Hold on. I didn't, you're like the one guest I didn't have to Google because I know everything about you. You've already Googled me. <laughs> <laughs> I've lived through it. I've lived simultaneously as a... It is bizarre though. Is we're, it? it's like a weird kindred spirit kind of familial thing that it is it's so funny because you're is it your sister nikki who's the one of them is on my twitter and like we candace. always candace, candace. <laughs> she's gangster she's she's got a little feist in her that one she will cut a bitch yeah, that one i i love my sister candace more than anything but she loves fiercely loyal yes fiercely loyal and i love her she's a doll sometimes i'm, I'm like, like i have holy, to i yeah. have to text candace i'm like candace really Honey, it's take it down i i love you i and it's sad because you know, I understand what yes. she's doing, and she and, and in her brain, it's like someone's attacking my little brother, right? And I just want to stand up for my little brother. This is family. You don't you don't fuck with family. I would do the same thing. You don't mess with my family. And I try to explain to her. I'm like, there's people on the internet that are <laughs> trolls, and they're just trying to elicit a response. But I come from you know I come from a very blue collar Midwestern family, yeah. and people you step up to someone in the family and the family will stand up behind you so i respect her for doing that but sometimes i'm like no it's great pump I mean, the brakes it's, just no, relax it's, it's like honestly she's gangster and I, and I love like how how hard she has your back she does. i'm very very happy that none of my family is on social media i think they do <laughs> facebook with each other i'm like i was like what's twitter again i'm like don't nope. worry about it nope nope yeah. like you're good like stay stay off of it don't worry about it because my family is much like your sister. Yeah. Where well, they would kill. If it, uh, Let's just say, if there was a bar fight, yeah. I want Candace on my side. <laughs> <laughs> Me she too. Is, say that. Oh, sh- and she would take your I back know. no matter I, what. If someone was like, if someone was days. talking any kind of trash about you, Candace would be right behind your back. I mean, but, I, I remember, like, it was like those Twitter wars from years ago that it just, I remember her specifically just being so cool and having your back and like, and, and this is when social media just started. I mean, sure. have you? And hopefully, I mean, don't get me wrong. I still do them. <laughs> I think I got in one the other night, but it happens. I, tr- you know, look, it's and you like you saying me about being, you know, keeping it above, keeping it classy. You like have. I, I have tried my best. Try, there's definitely times I wanted to say something, but it just, it just doesn't. No matter what I say, like it'll feel good at the moment, and then I'm like, oh, people are going to judge that thing, and it's just, it's just easier to just. And it also pisses the person off more than anything if they're trying to mess with you. Right, and you don't react. And you don't react. So there's nothing have, yeah. worse. No, but there's nothing worse if someone like is talking shit to you and you don't respond. That's the str- like, I don't have that power. No, but you need that I, power. I know. So Are much, you kidding? It's, like, it's way louder than any tweet you I'm could like, ever oh, send. Everyone has my number. They know exactly how to push my buttons, and it is what it is. Like, but I you're want, passionate. I love that about I you. Want you're to passionate. My number. <laughs> I want to delete it and start over, but. At this point in my life, I don't really see that happening. I don't. I don't know how to change my feist factor. I guess. But we should talk about the book more. Yes. So, so when did this come out? When is it available? The book is available now 
everywhere books are sold. I always tell people go to Amazon. Amazon is no- always the Amazon's best. the best. It uh, saves you money. It, it does. Don't have to go to the store. Or you can download it to your. Oh, you or can, you can you? You can download it absolutely. Because right. I don't know with cookbook. Like I, I love my cookbook. There's a Kindle version, all. but you want to you want to hold it. it. It's like yeah. art. it's art. I want this in my in my kitchen. I was bummed that you didn't sign it. I'm like, oh wait, I get to see him. <laughs> it was like shoved in my mailbox. I'm like, wait, like why he was he didn't sign this? No, I didn't get a chance to sign it. They sent it to you without without uh, telling me. No, not with it. Definitely <laughs> had permission, but I, I didn't unfortunately get to sign it. And I knew I was going to see you, so of course I'm going to yes. sign it to you. There was some some meat in here that had chocolate on it. Oh yeah, the cocoa and coffee encrusted ribeye steak. That's now I could get my head around that. You could. I could get my head around that. It's it's just a giant slab of delicious meat. Now, do you really taste the coffee and the cocoa? It or? just deepens the flavor. It's not you don't. It's not like it tastes like a candy bar. It doesn't get gamey. <laughs> it doesn't. It's definitely not gamey, but it just really deepens the flavor, and it's just like a over the top big piece of meat and it's a great presentation on a plate no i mean you know, I, big, <laughs> I said over the top piece of meat said, and you're, you you just perked up that big piece of meat and i'm like wait what what are we doing here wait what wait, you, i'm sorry all what? of a sudden brandy woke up <laughs> <laughs> it's the wine like it doesn't take much i'm, I'm already tipsy so i'm gonna ask you a couple questions if you don't want to answer you don't have to no i'm nervous you should be um so i always thought because you were so like quiet that you didn't that you maybe signed a confidentiality agreement not to talk about her at all uh no it's it was part of our divorce that i would there were things we weren't allowed to talk about for a certain amount of time or did it matter uh i believe that it was in uh it was going on forever and ever and ever <laughs> i thought that too but it didn't really do much for me <laughs> i just said fuck it like i don't care well here's the thing i, I think we've Whatever we both signed, it was, uh, we both have talked about, you know, she released an album a few years ago talking about all the things that happened during that time. And I, and you know what, I don't care. I didn't come after her and try to sue her and go after her, her way of living. It was like, okay, you know what? You lived it. That's your story. You have your spin on what the story is. And then I'm going to say what my story is. So I think that, you know the the legal stuff is just, it's just ridiculous it's tedious it's it's trying it, lawyers trying to earn their retainer and it, it, i think right. that it's just it's unwarranted and, and ridiculous we're all just trying to make a living i have no reason to say anything bad about her I'm, i've never slandered her i've no, never said you, i mean the anyth- book is not even i don't want to understand like how she could send you papers for this like i don't get it i mean we live in a world where anybody I, i'm can, in lawsuits so yeah, i get it anyone I, mean, can, I guess i get it but you can't you can say whatever you want it's the freedom of speech. Yeah. Well, the, the problem is people don't realize that you know, with with freedom of speech, it doesn't mean that you don't have the right to not be offended. <laughs> and, you know what? You, be offended you, all day, but... Like, but it's how you choose to respond to it. Right. Like, it, I can say what I want to say, and you can choose how you want to react to it, and hopefully you choose a positive way. And I tried to choose the most positive way to react to all of the negativity which is with non-reaction which is something i wish i could non-reaction do. we're gonna we're gonna practice non-violence right <laughs> i was pra- like i literally had to put my phone down literally literally had to put my phone down and like walk away from it because somebody had started something with me about it had nothing to do with any that was hard it can, it's so easy to be sucked into it it's just it's really easy yeah. i have to like i i make it a point 
to not look at certain things or I'll turn my phone off at a certain hour because it will drive you absolutely crazy. Yeah. It's all consuming. It is. And it's just and not then, good for your brain. It's yeah, not. And then you realize you're not out living life and you're, you're, you're engaging with people that you don't know that don't mean anything that don't to know your you. life. That don't know you right, either. And know that they're taking one sentence out of a interview that you did six years ago and saying horrible things about you because they can't because it's their way of getting attention. And, and I know this at the end of the day. But it's so it, it infuriates me, and like I get like I want to I want to I want to punch walls. Well, it's incredible how powerful people <laughs> think they are, or they can be when they're well, they on the be. cloak of you know being behind their keyboard and mm-hmm. not being fit. They would never say that shit to you no, face to face. They're cowards. If they like, saw you, let's get a selfie. If they saw you on the street, exactly, they yeah. would come up to you and be like, "Oh my god, Brandy, I love you. You're great," and like. That would be the story they told everybody. And then they would like post a picture of you mid-sentence with your eyes closed. Like, like, she was wasted. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's sad. We live in that world where every moment you, every moment you live is going to be judged or evaluated and it sucks. And so you have to try to live that, you know, what you said, vanilla, like you have to live that, that life. Vanilla New York is like, it's like creme brulee. You got to like a little something on top and you got a fire in there. I got a little something on top. Don't worry. No, I, I remember. I, I don't remember. Remember, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I don't. Yeah, that's between. That's between, yeah. That's between us. It's our secret. That's our, secret. our little secret. Yeah. Now everyone's going to want to know. Yeah, right? what, that, what does yeah, that mean? That's, that's we're taken to the grave. Um. So this, I think that you should have your own cooking show. I would love to have my own cooking well, show. Let's make it happen. I am working at it all the time. What? Like, I'm producing stuff now, and I'm, I'm working with great producers. You should come meet them. I would love to. Yeah. Well, oh, uh, now. We're I gonna, just, it's in Chatsworth, and it's called Vivid Entertainment. Oh, nice. <laughs> I think I've worked with them before. <laughs> oh, wait. No, that was my childhood. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. All of my teenage years. Right. After 18. All of those two years after eighteen, right, right. No, I mean, I could. I was a consumer before I was eighteen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what? Not a performer. <laughs> That's what I was talking. No, about. Like, not a year. <laughs> no, you can't say that. I was just talking. No. <laughs> no. I think you got a little like giddy. It's so good to see you. It's, thank you. Thank it's, you for having me. I mean, yeah. I mean, it, this is so like kind of surreal in like a weird way. Um, it's surreal in all the best ways. Yes, absolutely. And we're going to take a quick break. Having said that, and we'll be right back. All right. Hey, guys, we're back with my friend Dean Charmay, and we're having a, the time of my life. Really, I'm having a really good time. I love it. It's, it's so easy. I didn't want me, not me, right? Uh no, this. That's yes, of course. Yes, yeah, that's well, what I- because we get each other. Because we've known each other. We 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 really are the same person in a lot of ways. It's, it's kind of scary. Yeah, you just don't have the. You have a mangina. I have a vagina. So that's the only way we're. Different. It's not going to work very well. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's like rug on rug. But I mean, it's I mean, since you're hey, you know married, what? I'm not against. <laughs> no one's. Against, it's so funny. Don't Every discriminate. No, is not against that at all. Just saying, it's yes. beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah, I agree with you. Actually, I'm not against it either. But getting back to this, so you and I were texting the other day, and we were saying, 
Um, well, you text me. I text. Well, we text all the time. So yeah. this is like just. Well, that's why I feel like we we've ta- even though we haven't I've hung been, out in yeah. person, there is a heavy text conversation of t- always talking and talking right, about we've things. Always stayed in touch and know what each other is doing. Right. And Not like every minute. <laughs> that sounds no. Weird. But when I was t- when we were leading up to this interview, I was talking about. Not talking about the past and talking about the future and where we're going. And yeah. obviously, I'm a chef and you have this incredible wine. It's, it's, I was thinking, like, why don't we do something for good? For good, yeah. You want to just like, like some kind of charity event where we pair your food and my wine and all the donations go to a great charity. I think it would be a great thing. I think that, you know, it would... Because I think people look at us and they, they think that we're bitter and we're still living in the past. And it's like... And they forgot <laughs> how happy we are. No, but it's, it's no. just... It, it's something that... It makes natural sense. Obviously, food and wine go to right. well together. And right. doing it for a good cause would, would be wonderful. So I, I think, think it, like, there, are, there are some great charities out there that I've worked with. But I would really love to do like a single mom charity just because... And maybe that doesn't speak to you as much. It might. No, it does. Maybe I mean, I think... Your for, parents are divorced early. Sure. So, I, I don't know. I just think that there's... I know so many single mommies out there that work so hard and they, they don't have help and there's no, you know, there's, there's literally no help and they do it all. And I I know that we could find something, a good cause for this and we should do it. Well, I'm big on educating people. Uh, I'm a a chef partner with a a organization called wellness in the schools in New York. So I get to go into this, you know, inner city schools and teach kids how to have a healthier relationship with food and teach them how to have skills to be able to further themselves. So it's having something where you take these single moms who are kind of left by themselves. It's like giving macaroni and cheese is the only thing you can make for dinner. Of course. And And giving them a skill to be able to, have an amazing dinner on the table for their kids or just, you know, teaching them little ways to run their kitchen. It's just little... Right, just save money. I always say to my friends, I'm like, 100%. if your vegetables are going bad, like, start, like, freeze them, like, start a sauce, like, put it, you know, make a, like, a, like a bowl, like, I'll do, like, a red, like, a marinara sauce, yeah. and then I'll put it in the freezer, and then when I make lasagna, I break it out, and then I do... Well, I'm the same way. Well, it's funny, because in Eat Your Heart Out, I there's... I saw that. A whole, I'm I, not copying you. I really <laughs> do do that. Copycat. No. I don't. No. I love... It's true, though. You when have to... When they're going bad, you either cook them, or you, you know, you... Like, who wants to throw money away? Right. You're throwing money away, so you have to economize it. It's the thing that I've learned in a restaurant is... Every time you make a cut or every time you, you waste something, you're literally throwing money in the trash. So saving those herbs or making them into a sauce or bringing them out, that's just a smart way to, to run your life. And a lot of people just don't even, you don't think even think it. about so it. Like it's all garbage. Right. Like when I see a molded cucumber, I think of a lot of things that I could <laughs> probably do with that. Like, I mean, you know what I mean? <laughs> I do know what you mean. <laughs> no, no one wants fungi up there. I was just a thought, like cucumbers are the one vegetable I do throw away when and they're, when they go bad, like, what are you going to do? What what could you do with that? What, a moldy cucumber? <laughs> you can't do anything with no, a moldy like cucumber. when it starts to soften. <laughs> but, wow. Um, <laughs> well, I've never had that problem, so I don't actually know. But no, I always tell people the best thing to do whenever you have odds and ends of vegetables, <laughs> make a frittata, make something, you know, toss right. it into a, a, a sauce or right. a pan. Toss the salad. Ladies and gentlemen, don't let it go soft. That's the- <laughs> or just toss the salad, like right before it goes <laughs> I'll tell you what, that will not make it go soft. No. Oh my God. We're so bitter. It's derailed. This whole thing is derailed. Oh my God, this is so, this has been so fun. And it's been so good to see you. And like I said... You know, I always have your back, and I am—I'm rooting for this. I want you to be on. I watch all the kitchen shows. They have the kids ones now that I watch. Yeah, like Rachel Ray's Cook Off for kids, and it actually makes my kids think. Oh, these kids are younger than me, and they actually do something. 
And it's amazing. It's and inspiring. I, think, I would love to see you on one of these shows. Look, I would love to be on a show that inspires people to to cook or feel better or really do something good for their lives. Or to, you know what we should do? Drinking and cooking. Drinking and I'll cooking. I'll drink while you cook. You tell me exactly what I should drink for what you're cooking. I love it. <laughs> I'm it always, well, here's the thing. I, when I, whenever I'm cooking for myself at home, always a glass of wine in my hand. Right. But it's do like, you pick, like, do you have a certain wine that you have across It depends the board? what I'm cooking. So it does. Yeah. You're like, your palate is that. I mean, I'm not that crazy about right. it, but around the house, I usually have some kind of bigger red. Right. That's my, like, go-to go-to wine. Or now it's going to be obviously but Chardonnay. But now it's I going mean, to be a Chardonnay. We see a lot of light white fish and chicken with Chardonnay and filtered blonde. It's going to happen. <laughs> I feel it happening. Um, well, Dean, it was so good to have you. Thank you and so much. I wish you so much luck with this book. Eat your heart out. Get it. I will say, order it on Amazon. It's the easiest way you it have really it. And, it. And that is honestly how my books did so well. It was mostly people buying it online because it's really bookstores are shutting down everywhere and it's really hard and you have to go in and ask them to order certain books. They're only on the shelves for a certain amount of time. No, I had that where people couldn't find the yeah, book. They can't find they, the book. It's, so Amazon always has it. Amazon always has it. And, um, I will say that's the number one place. That's where my books did so well. And obviously I love Barnes and Noble as well, but like you go into these stores and like, they don't have it. Like, right. Of course, it's not going to be in every store and it's difficult. And, you know, the book business is difficult, but I uh, I love your book and the kids love it. And I'm going to be making some of this food. Not tonight, because mom was a little tipsy <laughs> and I do not need to be around my knives because I just sharpened them. Um, okay. So, Dean, tell us where we can find you on social media, because we all want to find you on social media. So you go to DeanShermay.com. On Twitter, it's at DeanShermay. Instagram, DeanShermay. Basically, it's just my name. How everywhere. the hell do you spell Shermay? Spell it for us. S-H-E-R-E. M E T. M E T. All right, there you have it. There you go. Sherme? Are you Sherme? French? Sherme? I am French. Oh, What? Oh, Come right. find me on the, on the social media. Thanks for listening to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Download new episodes at podcastone.com. That's podcastone.com.